You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And tonight, we are... Hey Queens, what's going on? Today is a huge, huge episode for us. We are hitting the big four zero. That is right, 40 episodes of the Queendom podcast brought right to your earbuds right here, wherever you get your podcasts. And I just want to thank you guys so much for your love and support over the last 10 months. It has been a wild ride. Obviously, we've had coronavirus and everything to go with that that we've had to deal with, but we are sticking together as a big family and we are pushing on through. And we've got so much more to come in the next hopefully 40 episodes but this week we have Courtney Mack from the Broadway cast she is a swing out there and we are so excited to have her on this week so this is her episode and is as always it is time to get down I'm the queen of the castle get down you dirty rascal get down Hey Queens and welcome back to the Queendom Podcast. We are jumping back across to the United States this week with Miss Courtney Mack from the Broadway cast. Hey Courtney, how are you going? Good, how are you? I am fabulous. So I've got a fun one to start you off with. Um, You've spent some time in Chicago and New York. So what's better, deep dish or New York pizza? Deep dish. Yeah, I agree, 100%. (laughs) I can't. I can't really get over like the pizza that's been sitting out in like in New York. It kind of grossed me out a little bit. Not going to lie. Just something about Chicago deep dish. It's, it's it, real good. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? In terms of acting Just, or anything? Whatever. What What's that one thing that sticks out? Um, Probably just being kind to everybody, um, whether you're kind of low on the totem pole and um, like just that little kindness that you receive from somebody that could be on a higher level than you are, yeah, it makes a world of a difference to that person, you know? Yeah. I love that. That's so good. Um, I watched Aladdin last night, so we're going to go down a little Aladdin theme. You go into the cave of wonders and you find the genie's lamp. Right now, what are your three wishes? Oh, probably to end the pandemic for sure. To um, get some peace with uh, 
the racial injustice going on, um, find some peace in that. Um, and, um, gosh, I don't know. Probably, (laughs) probably get married, (laughs) but I know that's going to happen. So I don't need to worry about it. (laughs) I don't know. World peace. How about that? that? Three selfless wishes right there. <laughs> and maybe a little easy one to, to wrap it up before we jump into the show. What is your favorite show that you, your favorite show that you've ever seen? Um, ooh. Maybe it wasn't well, I remember the first show. Actually, my first Broadway show I saw was in the Heights, I think. That one was pretty cool. I, love I was really with that show. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't really have a favorite. Okay. There's like, I love too many moments in, in shows yeah. and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right. So for anyone that doesn't know Courtney, she is the, one of the alternates and was the K Howard cover for a while um, while the US tour was happening. Um, how did you get into the performing arts, Courtney? What was your introduction into theater? Well, I, um, my older sister, she did musicals in high school. And so I wanted to be just like her. <laughs> so then I decided to do choir, get into the musicals and, um, that's where I kind of found my love of it, but I was super, super shy. Um, still probably am to some extent. Um, but like being on stage, you know, getting to play a different person to, um, just to, you know, play make believe is, is what really drew me to it. And then, um, I went to, uh, uh, Luther college for a year super private college. They're basically breeding opera singers and uh, music teachers, which is not what I wanted to be. (laughs) Um, So I went to uh, uh, Chicago and went to Columbia and then the rest is kind of history. But I always had a love for singing and, and growing up, I always was like, Ooh, I'm going to be on the Disney channel or I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be a singer one day and kind of get best of both worlds with theater. <laughs> right here. Um, so how did you find out about six? What was your introduction to this show? Well, I was working on a cruise ship um, and I had messaged Mallory, who's also um, an alternate in six in the Broadway cast and she was like, I can't talk right now. I am auditioning for six. <laughs> so I was like, what is six? So I was looking it up and stuff. And then I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Um, and then I got a message from Roberta, who's one of our music directors. And she was like, when are you off the ship? And I was like, not until May 9th or something like that. And so she she was like uh, we're looking to cast somebody for six and I was like well I can get off the ship at any time (laughs) so I was having a horrible time um well not a horrible time but 
ship life is not for everyone. So it's definitely yeah. not for me. Um, so then I messaged my agent right away and was like, Roberta just messaged me. And I also was a, a, a one of her students for voice lessons. So I was like, she messaged me. Can we, can I get like seen for an audition or something? So then my agent was on it and I got sent sides and um, choreography videos and had to send like, I probably sent like 13, 14 videos yeah. um, of sides and dancing <laughs> and that. Um, so yeah, I, I was on, I was on in the uh, high seas. When I, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So your, was your, main audition process pretty much all video based or once you got through that first section it was in person or it pretty much was I mean I so when I was getting off the ship um I we were we were doing a transatlantic so we were over in um France and um so we we flew back or we no we stopped in we were in London and then we flew back to New York and they had wanted me to, um, I had another audition for beautiful, uh, the musical, um, for the national tour in New York. So I was working on that as well. And, um, they were like, well, we'll just rent out a studio for you, um, before your beautiful audition. And then we'll hire like, a uh, an accompanist to come in and play for you and we'll do like a recording thing, whatever. So I was supposed to do another video in New York, but I got so sick. I couldn't talk. I had a fever. And um, so we canceled both auditions and then we flew straight home from New York right when we got there. And then um, I had said I was going to be in Chicago in like the next couple of days. So they were like, okay, we'll just see you when you get here. And I was like, okay, great. That's perfect. Um, so I had, they, they wanted me to see the show first. So I saw the first preview in Chicago and I was sitting right next to Carrie Ann. And I was like, are you the choreographer? She's like, yes, I am. I was like, you look so familiar. I watched like all of your videos that you guys sent me and I have an audition with you tomorrow. And she was like, what? <laughs> nobody told her and I was like I I was so excited because I was like oh my gosh I get to meet you before my audition this is wonderful and she was like I don't know what you're talking about um, but it was great so then the next day I come in and I'm still kind of sick I'm not very like vocally well um, but I felt super great about my audition and they were looking for a replacement for Kay Howard for um, the end of the Chicago run and then Boston. And yeah. It was kind of, that was it. And I was like, cool. Um, and then, yeah, that was it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Crushed it. <laughs> and now we're here. <laughs> now we're here. So I was going to ask you what you preferred, tour or cruising, but you pretty much summed that up in a sentence just before. Um, so how easy was it for you to adapt to that touring life like on land opposed to being away from everybody at sea 
Well, being on the ship, I had to pay for internet. So that sucked. And the internet was so spotty all the time. So um, I was basically just using internet to call my now fiance um, and my family and my friends just to kind of keep up with um, like that part of my life. Um, not that I didn't have friends on the, on the ship. I did. And I, they're, I would still consider them to be good friends of mine. Um, but it's just a different, like if you're, you're like eating, you're living, you're breathing, you're working like on top of each other, basically. So it's like, I grew up in Wisconsin, you know, I'm out in the boonies and I, you know, live on a lake and there's so much space. So I don't necessarily like, the like being confined. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I wish I would have known that before I got on. That's <laughs> all right. I learned a lot. Um, especially as a performer, I think I learned so much being on the ship in terms of just like, in terms of acting, in terms of like socializing and all that. There we go. You're oh back. no, did I lose? Yeah, just for the last okay. like two seconds. Okay, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, uh, Socializing is where you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, in, when you're on tour, you know, you're on land. You have your phone. You have your um, all your electronics. It's easier to just call somebody and be like, "Hey, what's up?" and um, also being able, like when we were in um, uh, Cambridge, that was one of the most amazing places that we were at because we could walk down like these cobblestone streets and like there's so much history in that little town. Yeah. Um, and we're so close to Boston. So we just like walked across the bridge and and, and so you don't get that being on a ship <laughs> freedom <laughs> is the main thing here <laughs> freedom. <laughs> so learning this show um knowing you were coming in as a replacement because sam was jetting off for vita and that type of stuff what was your learning uh -huh. process for the show uh how did you put together your k howard so i was kind of super lucky with k howard just because and I don't mean this in a bad way, but Sam was leaving super soon. So I, I didn't have the luxury of like getting to watch her all the time and get her version stuck in my head, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, cause I don't want to copy what she's doing because she has her own beautiful Kay Howard and, and I wanted to find my, my own. Yeah. Um, so I was working with Mallory and Roberta and the associate director, Megan Farley. And it was basically like an eight day back to back kind of a, a thing. So I would learn the choreography um, and I was learning music on certain parts of the day and um, then working kind of on acting bits. Um, so it was a very like fast and furious kind of a thing. Um, 
and yeah, I was at, I was basically in the green room for every show (laughs) and I was watching on the screen and just like running through the whole show or the parts that I had learned that day. Um, And then I got to do like a run through with the girls, which was awesome. Um, And yeah, so it was, it was very like fast and furious process. It was only like an eight day thing. And um, that's crazy. Wasn't a lot of time. Now that I think about it, that's a week. <laughs> that's insane. Uh, how was it like learning this show? Because there is a lot of like interaction portions, especially with Howard. So, what was it like, kind of learning that with only Mallory and not like the full presence of everybody there? It was weird. Um, yeah, because you know you need that interaction and you need to like play off of the other people on stage. So like most of the time I'm looking at the floor at where people would be. (laughs) Why are you looking at the floor? And I'm like, it's it's awkward looking in the space. I don't know. I'm looking at something solid. Um, I don't know. Um, But yeah, at the very end of um, um, Howard's song, um, when they're like, with the hands and everything, Mallory would just like sneakily come in. She'd like place her hands at like one part. Um, like this is where Abby's hands would be. And then this is where Britt's hands will be or whatever. Just so I kind of get the feel of um, the placement of where they kind of are. Um, but yeah, it was a very weird, weird thing. You've definitely, out of everyone I've spoken to, you've definitely had, like, the weirdest kind of learning process. Like, that's a lot to, like, shrink into eight days and then have to kind of learn it without it. Like, props to you, because that's just insane. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, the first couple performances, I wasn't really interacting with anybody. I, like, couldn't, I couldn't really have fun with it, because I was still, like, don't mess up. Don't mess up. Don't (laughs) have this part up. Um. I just remember I wasn't looking at anyone. Yeah. Like I couldn't look at anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like kind of, you know, schmackty. <laughs> yeah. So what was it like that first show, um, getting your pink on and getting everything together? What was it like kind of getting into Howard and knowing, okay, we're doing this, all right. <laughs> it was kind of a blur. I mean, looking back on it now, I, I did a run through before, um, uh, the actual show and I was super overwhelmed. And afterward, after that, like little run through, I was just bawling my eyes out. Cause I also, you know, I didn't have the luxury of having like a month long rehearsal process. So I didn't know all the girls and I didn't have the connections that they made, you know, with, with Sam. Um, and so I was just like, so overwhelmed about everything, <laughs> but then they all hugged, they all hugged me, um, after our little run through. And then, um, yeah, it was, it was, it, it was awesome. I mean, I had like 
I had my fiance in the audience. I had a lot of friends in the audience. So it was really nothing but like love and um, I don't know. Yeah. You just feel like proud of yourself after that, like that kind of stuff, you know? You get, you like, get all like, crap, that kind of full work up where you're like stressing out. And then it finally hits that point where you're like, oh yeah, this is pretty cool. Like I got this. Yeah. <laughs> you like get the groove of it and you're like why am I freaking out <laughs> yeah well since then you you've played Howard another 101 times so you you've done a pretty good job I'd say <laughs> oh, I hope so <laughs> <laughs> um so what was it then like going through Boston and that part of the tour and then having Sam come back and then staying on board and moving into that kind of alternate role how was it like picking up another track and that type of thing it's weird again, man. Because <laughs> um, I really didn't know if I was going to be a part of, like, moving forward. Yeah. Because I always knew Sam was coming back for the um, Canada little sit down. Um, so I didn't know if there was a place for me after that. And so once we finally learned that it's been a journey on <laughs> really what I am doing because when I first got my call, they had said that I was covering like two people and then it turned into three people and then it turned into five people. <laughs> um, but uh, going back, um, learning Anne Bolin and then learning Seymour it was just tough because like you're on stage like after you do however many shows as one character the people who play those characters they kind of are ingrained in your brain yeah and how they act and how they say things so like having to step into that role and like trying I'm trying to get Andrea out of my head yeah. or trying to get Abby out of my head um it's really hard because like I said I I had the luxury of you know not having to watch Sam I didn't have that with the other girls so I I don't know it was just kind of a hard way to find my own Bolin and find my own Seymour and all these other well, you're the only person Queen. in the entire show that has done it in reverse, gone from kind of like that single cover back to a swing. Usually it's like swing through to main. So like, right. I, I never thought of that. Like that's, you, yeah. Wow. It's weird. Like you don't get to learn the show on your own without kind of, you get to create your own character and then see everybody else. You're seeing everybody else and then having to be like, okay, like who am I though? like oh wow yeah it's it's like a it's it's very bizarre they literally um, threw you in the deep end didn't they <laughs> it's like let's just yes. do everything corny. <laughs> <laughs> man I mean I got to so they had to fly me out to um Canada because it was just kind of a hot mess happening over there um people were hurt and stuff like that so um so they were telling me that I needed to learn 
Berlin. And so I was like talking to my agent and they, they were like, you haven't signed a contract yet. Or you like, we haven't gotten your contract yet. So you shouldn't be learning anything. Like, so uh, like I was freaking out because I, I was being told one thing and then being told another. And then when I finally got to, when, when we all got to Minnesota, I found out that I was covering three tracks. So then I, I was starting to learn Berlin because they told me to do that one first, kind of, um, I don't really know why, but they just did. So then um, I actually had to go on for Berlin and I had just learned um, all you want to do, the choreography, because I didn't know what was happening behind my back when I was playing Kay Howard. I was like, what the heck are you guys doing back here? Okay, there's hands <laughs> there, but like, whose are they? <laughs> there's like so many turns and like, it's a lot. So I just learned that. So like I had this huge mental breakdown because I found out the day after opening and we had, a there was a 12 o'clock student matinee Um I found out an hour before I was going on for Berlin. I never had a run through. Never did whatever on stage. So it was a hot mess. So I had like a full mental breakdown. And like with this kind of show, there's so many details and there's so many movements and like you kind of have to be spot on. Otherwise you can tell that you're messing up yeah it's not like a so, lame is or anything where you can kind of blend into the ensemble and fudge right <laughs> you know all the queens are out there they're loud and proud um, yeah. and so I I lost it before um because I was just so scared it's like it's a very like f when you have to go on and I'm very new at like swinging and alternates and stuff like that because not to sound some sort of way, but like the majority of the roles that I've had have been leads or like the roles that I've had where I had to understudy, I've never gone on for. Yeah. So this was a very new experience for <laughs> me. So it's a very like fight or flight kind of a thing. It feels like a life or death experience. <laughs> but afterwards, like you're saying, it's like, Oh, cool. I did this. I'm super proud of myself. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty good way to sum it up. <laughs> um, so getting through Minnesota, um, you then had, by then, the announcement had been made that it was transferring to Broadway by the end of Minnesota. Isn't that right? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So what was it like kind of getting that message? I mean, like, okay, uh, we're going to Broadway. Buckle up. Well, I found out we were going to Broadway after the Chicago. Um, so I, I found out about that a while back, but we didn't really have any details. It was all, um, yeah, I think they were all just because it's a new show and everything. Um, so I was, uh, I found out, I was about to go to a core power class, a yoga class, 
and my agent called me and instead of like process every process processing everything I decided to take the class because I thought it would like chill me out it didn't <laughs> afterwards I like, I called my my fiance and I was like I'm I'm going to Broadway <laughs> I was just bawling I don't know I don't know it was it's yeah I don't even what was your question I'm just rambling that, I that was that was pretty much a good summary that was just like your complete mindset of taking the call <laughs> that was great. we just stepped back in time just then <laughs> but yeah cool let's touch on the three days that you guys um partied in New York before jumping into rehearsals um so between Minnesota and opening on Broadway there was a little thing called Broadway Con that happened um and I was lucky enough to be there and the vibe around the show was just insane. Um, so what was it like kind of going in there? Cause I remember seeing you and Anna kind of walk through and everybody was kind of looking at you and it was kind of like, and then you did the performance on stage. So what was it like kind of walking in and seeing everyone so hyped about this show? I mean, it's been like that since day one. And it's so crazy because I've never seen a show like this have like this big of a reaction or I've never been a part of a show that's had, you know, um, so I've to experience it firsthand is incredible. And the fact that everybody is so nice, like I, I have not seen like one mean <laughs> fan or <laughs> critic or whatever everybody's been so nice yeah which is not the norm <laughs> i feel like <laughs> it's definitely a, different, a lot of definitely a different vibe here <laughs> and i think yeah and i think i think because everybody can relate to it on some sort of level or they can take away from it learn something from it and it's just such good music and in an amazing message and you don't really get to see a lot of just all women on stage yeah all different colors all different sizes just kicking butt on stage so like walking into that room and just feeling all the love basically is i don't know it's incredible yeah it really I, I want to jump into the sing-along, but before we do, um, we'll touch on, like, your announcement at coming on as K. Howard, because I forgot to do this earlier. So what was it like kind of getting that Queenham's response to the announcement of you kind of coming in to the role of K. Howard for that little bit and seeing the Queenham kind of come into your life? It was awesome. Everybody, like, dang, everybody is so, so nice. Like, I, I was really, um, so grateful to get the part. So I would try my best every night to come out and sign and get to meet some of the fans and, and they were giving me gifts and making me things. And I was like, what is happening? Thank you. <laughs> um, but it was just so nice. And like, you know, you get to see some of the fans return yeah. and 
so I can be like, oh, hey, what's up? How are you? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, everybody was so welcoming and so loving. Um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. And then walking into a room of, I think it was nearly 400 people, um, just kind of there only for that show at Broadway Con, jumping on stage and then that sing-along. What was that like on stage? Because like I was at the front of the pack and hearing it come just to me was incredible. What was it like for you guys to hear so many people like full on belting this show back at you? I mean, that was awesome because then we didn't have to sing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but it's awesome because everybody knows the words and people were dressed up in um, their costumes and wearing their, their fan shirts that they made or whatever it was. Um, It was just, it's so cool to know that something like this it's kind of a small show you know in in terms of length and it's it's just it's it's not a typical Broadway show and to know that it affects people on such a large level is insane like everybody loves it yeah I don't know feels like I'm we're all Beyonce and we're just (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> that, that's it's a pretty cool. solid. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, so coming off Broadway Con, pretty much it was like a day turnaround straight into the rehearsal studio to get prep for um, opening on Broadway. Wow. Um, so what was that like to kind of, because everybody was in New York for those rehearsals. So what was it like to have that full force creative team, Jamie, Toby, Lucy, Carrie Ann, absolutely everybody in that room to kind of refresh, but also just go over and make the changes for Broadway. It was, um, it was kind of intense because I, I felt like I was just stepping into something for the first time because, um, I never had that kind of moment with the creatives and had to, cause I was always learning it from other people. So it was kind of fresh and new and exciting for me. Um, And I was trying to be a sponge and absorb literally everything I could. (laughs) Um, There was a lot going on. Um, And it, you know, we really, there weren't like tons of changes, but we really focused on on scene work and, um, acting, um, the acting in the songs and everything. Um, so it was for, uh, for us alternates, it was kind of a lot of watching, um, and working on the sides. Um, and it was cool for, for me to be able to get information from the source. Yeah. Um, not that it's bad getting it from somebody else, but to just hear how they created it and hear their vision for everything. Um, it was just a really. Cause it's not something you get to do very often as a, as a performer, you don't get to 
often work with the writers and composers of the show. Usually either they're long gone or moved on to other projects by the time you right. get to the show. And this is their baby. So it's like, <laughs> of course they're going to be involved. So going from the rehearsal space and then 40 second moving four, three blocks, four blocks, four blocks up to the Brooks. What was it like going into that theater that's hosted some pretty big and cultish shows as well? When you look at mm-hmm. Rock of Ages, Spring of Wake, Spring Awakening, Waitress, what was it like kind of going into a theater that has that history and is just one a Broadway stage as well? My answer is probably going to sound not very cool, but it's like any other theater. Yeah. No, that's. <laughs> I mean, it's, and I even asked Abby Mueller, I was like, so how is it performing on Broadway? She's like, honestly, Court, it's like any other theater. And she was right. But I, I mean, not to take away from working at like a, a cool spot that, you know, has had a lot of history and um, a lot of shows because it is cool to work in theaters like that. Um, and this theater in particular is super small compared to the other ones that we were performing at. Yeah. So um, for us, I feel like to have that kind of intimacy with the audience is great. Um, and to just to get used to the the space. Yeah. For anyone that hasn't been in the Brooks Atkinson before, um, I feel like the the dress circle is a lot closer to the stage than most other theaters in New York. Like the the everything's kind of bought forward. There's a lot less seats, but it's kind of like once you walk in, you're kind of on top of everything. Um, just to kind of try and give you a little mental picture of what it's like being in the Brooks. Um, but yeah, so taking everything, getting in, and then the first kind of night of show, the previews on Broadway, having the crowd there, what was it like having that audience in for that moment? I mean, I know I keep saying it, but it's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) It really was. I, I mean, I enjoy watching the fans and the the audience just have an amazing time. And like, I was brought to tears. I feel like it was such a, the crowd, it was electric. I feel like it really was. We were, I don't know however many standing ovations. (laughs) 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 75 minute show had, but um, it, it really was. And it was so just, I, and I was sitting with um, my fiance and um, we were watching it and, and, you know, I had some people stop me and they were like, oh my gosh, you're Courtney Mac. I was like, yeah, have fun at the show. <laughs> um, I don't know why I even said that, but that just popped in my head. Um, <laughs> but like little moments like that where where the audience they just love it and I heard nothing but awesome things once once the show was done and and um 
it was it was so cool it really was and I wish I would have been able to get to opening just to see yeah because I I honestly feel like nothing could top that first preview performance I remember just in terms of audience but even that like after the show I hadn't like I saw stage door pictures and I hadn't seen crowds like that at a stage door since Hamilton like not even maybe Dear Evan Hansen like in its early days or when there was a cast change but like not for previews like that was just there was four people deep but all corners it was just incredible um Mm -hmm. so what was it like kind of walking out that door to that and hearing that (laughs) (laughs) I well um so I like now that we well me I'm not one of the the queens um I feel weird going out and signing because I'm like you didn't see me but I'm a part of the show um (laughs) let me sign your play ball. I feel weird about that. So, but everybody was signing since it was the first preview. Um, uh, Toby and Lucy, they were signed, like everyone was signing, which was cool. So, um, it was, it was crazy. And, and, uh, everybody was just so excited. They were excited to, to, I think, meet everybody. And, and I don't know, it was just, Honestly, it's kind of a blur. Yeah. I, one of my friends lives next door to the Brooks and he was like sending me photos and he's like, look at this. I'm like, it's in, like insane. I wish I was there. I left New York like a week earlier and I was just so devastated. Oh, no. I was like, oh. But yeah, um, it looked amazing. I wish I could have been there. But throughout this whole time with the show, call it, what's your best memory? What's your thing that you're holding on to right now that really sticks out? like a good a good one. Oh, yeah, it can be a funny bad one if you want to. <laughs> totally up to you. Because the <laughs> Let's go with I that, mean, that I think funny. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so for opening night in Cambridge when we were at um American Repertory Theater, I I like pride myself on really trying to give the same show every night. Not not necessarily in terms of acting or 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 whatever, but in terms of like vocally getting all my lines right, all that kind of stuff. So this happened to be the day where I mess up and um <laughs> was super embarrassing but it was also very funny so it was the Howard monologue right before um all you want to do and so there's the line where it's like you're right you're right I I um I I'm gonna need all the luck I can get your life sounded so terrible I mean of and your songs really help to convey something. Yeah, your songs really help. See, I haven't, I'm losing it. Um, 
<laughs> been away from so long. But yeah, it was that. And then um, I got through that part, I think. And then I got to, I mean, Catherine. And I just stood there. And poor Adriana, she was like, she really was trying to help me out so much. She was like, yeah, I'm so I got sent to a nunnery, like under her breath. And I was like, patted her on the shoulder, moved on to Andrea. (laughs) (laughs) And Anne, you got beheaded. And then I left. And then finally, when I got to Seymour, I pulled my stuff, I pulled myself together and was able to finish it off. But afterwards, I was like, <laughs> so hard. I was like, it's opening. What the heck? That's one. Um, but that, that's probably the funniest moment with me involved um, that happened to me. But I think overall, um, just like having the response from and feeling the love from the audiences has been probably just it just shows you how special the show actually is yeah 100 percent. throughout your touring and broadway time what's been your favorite stop or theater to perform in i mean probably cambridge i just loved i loved that um i mean i think chicago was super cool too i think we had maybe um some of the best audiences there on like the tour um but I think I think overall all of us girls we really loved Cambridge being able to like walk to the theater um just being in that environment was um just made everybody I think kind of happy and yeah 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 awesome so you've gotten to perform in the pink and the green out of those two, what's been your favorite to wear? My favorite to wear? Yeah. Probably pink, just because I'm so used to it. I only got to wear Bolin's twice. The first time was a blur. The second time, when I did my Broadway debut for Bolin, um, I feel like I had a better sense of the characters. I was able to like have fun and like move around in the skirt and that kind of stuff. Um, But I think there's so much, um, I'm just too familiar with Kay Howard that it's just like, I don't know, you're putting on pajamas, even (laughs) though it's like really uncomfortable pajamas, you know? And then out of the other four that you haven't worn yet, what one do you really want to perform in? I, oh, I really, I mean, I don't cover her, but I want to wear cleaves. That's not the best answer. On, I honestly, I'd probably say Aragon. Cleaves, Aragon, we don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, but she has a sweet costume and killer boots. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> well, Court, guess what? 
that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out. Uh, I know, right? I really love you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we could go for another hour, but we might have to get you back for another episode. I know. We'll, we'll do that. We'll get everybody in and we'll do a Broadway reunion, maybe. We'll do a... Oh, that'd be fun. We're putting things out into the universe, folks. We're right here. Um, if you guys don't already follow Courtney Mack, please do her uh, links are all in the description box below. Uh, if you want any of your other Broadway podcast related content, please check out the Broadway Podcast Network. Um, and to wrap things up, Courtney, what has been your what what is your favorite moment in the show? It can be to perform or just watch. I love watching, um, well, I love the final scene, um, and like the last like five minutes of the show. I love that moment, but I also really enjoy just watching Anna play par, um, just like her whole monologue and her journey throughout the whole song and just like you're just sitting on the steps and you get to like watch that happen. And it's really magical. Awesome. What a wonderful note to wrap things up on Queens. We will be back next week with a brand new episode of the Queen and podcast. So make sure you have subscri subscribed, lost my English and we will see you then. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>